you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if you're a new listener, you are very welcome. Now today we're going to have a look at how when you're in private practice, it's your business, your rules. But first, I want to talk a little bit about babies. Now, caring for your baby has changed a lot over the years. Now, there was a time when it was thought to be really good for babies' lungs to have a good cry. So every afternoon, the baby would get wheeled to the bottom of the garden in all weathers and left there either for them to sleep or to cry. And people would see prams at the bottom of the garden kind of rocking because the baby inside was like screaming its little head off. It was believed to be bad for the baby to be cuddled too much. Those poor little buggers and the poor mums who had to go against their instinct because a book or an expert told them to do something. Again, some quite some time ago now, my friend had a baby. Uh, this was when I was quite young and The advice then was to put the baby to sleep on their tummy, which is an absolute no-no now. And I can remember when I had my first baby, I did everything by the book. So if the book said that I should wean at 12 weeks, that's what I did. And if it said I should give them a mashed banana, then a mashed banana was what they got. Now the books say six months, so it's changing all the time. But here's the thing, with my second baby, it was different. Maybe you've got this experience too. I had learned some important things, but I'd also realized that these books were great, but they're really just a guide. So why am I telling you this? (laughs) It's because your business is your baby. Because sometimes when starting out, I say sometimes, often, most of the time, when starting out in business for the first time, We think that there is a way, you know, an absolute way to do it, a formula that works and that formula should be followed. And we might slavishly follow a system, which is great if it works for you. That's fantastic. But it could be all wrong for you. It could just leave you feeling demotivated, feeling as though you just can't do it, feeling like it's your fault, but it really isn't. Because the truth is, There isn't a book of rules that tells you what to do. I mean, not even my book, the Grow Your Private Practice book, tells you absolutely what to do. It shows you options, really. And when you think about it, it makes sense. There can't possibly be a book of rules because there are so many variables. So what's important is for you to make your business work for you. It's about finding your own way. And I have a saying, I don't even think it's my saying, but something I say all the time is your business, your rules. Because you're your own unique individual. You've got your own set of circumstances and you have your own set of qualities. So it could be that you're an introvert 
And as an introvert, you might prefer to work in a certain way. For example, you might be more likely to want to be writing blogs. Or it could be that you're an extrovert and the thought of just being on your computer working, it, it fills you with dread. So the right thing for you might be something that's more around workshops or networking or something like that. It could be that you're very creative. So therefore, something like Instagram would be great for you because that's got, you know, you can really use your creativity there. Or you might be something that's more methodical and you might prefer to do things in a step by step way. So something like maybe Google ads or Facebook ads would work for you. You could be very organized, very visual. You could be very fluid. You could be very rigid. You are you. You're unique. And the qualities that you have are unique to you. So it's about making the most of the qualities you have and not trying to make yourself fit into something that's not you. And as well as that, we all have our own struggle. And we all do. You know, it's a fact of life, unfortunately. We all have our own struggle. So that could be something like imposter syndrome, where you always have this feeling that you're not going to be good enough, that somebody's going to find out that you're not, you don't know enough, that you're a fraud. It could be that you get caught up with procrastination, where you're constantly tweaking things, taking lots of time doing things instead of just getting on with them. I can remember once when I sorted out my sock drawer instead of doing my tax return classic procrastination you could get caught up with perfectionism and not be putting things out there not be doing the things you need to do because you're worried that they're just not perfect they're not going to be good enough or it could be something like shiny object syndrome and shiny object syndrome is when you can't really settle into doing just one thing you might start doing something and then you think oh hang on look at that that's interesting and off you go and do something else so you might be left with loads of half-finished finished projects. You might struggle with being visible. You might struggle with something more physical. So you might have dyslexia that might make things like blogging really difficult, or you might have somebody I know has a problem with their hands. So typing is very difficult. So you have your own struggles as well that are unique to you. But the beauty of working for yourself is that you're in control of how your business works. You can decide things like your working hours. So you can think about actually how many hours that you work, which hours of the day that you work, whether you prefer to work in the morning, afternoon, evening. If you want to work at the weekends, it's completely up to you. What days you work, you might decide that you want to work three days or, you know, whatever. It's completely up to you. You might think about how much time you have available. So you might want to have, um, something that fits in with all of your other commitments. You might, you're in control of holidays, taking holidays. You're also in control of things like taking time between clients. So how many clients that you see a day, that's all down to you to decide. Another thing that's for you to decide is things like your fees. So this could be things like the actual price per session. You can choose that. You could choose, it's it's also about deciding what's right for you within with regards to something like a free first session. Some people do a free first session, some people don't. There's no absolute right or wrong, it's up to you. Some people might do reduced fees for certain people or some people don't. I don't, I never did. You might want to choose your cancellation policy. 
So there are loads of different ways of, of working out your cancellation policy. Again, there's no absolute right or wrong. It has to be what works for you and you can choose that. You can also choose how you're going to market your practice. You can decide whether you want to want to have a niche, which I do recommend, to be fair. Um, but you don't have to have one, but it is a good thing to do. Um, you can decide if you want to do something like networking. That might be perfect for you. Social media might be perfect for you, or you might hate it. You might want to do something like write a book. You might want to do something like hold workshops. There are so many different ways of marketing your practice. There's something that's going to fit in for you, something that's going to be right for you. So it's not about just choosing one path to follow. It's about working your own way out. And also it's down to you how you work. So you could go completely online. You could decide to have an office or work from home. You could do things like walk and talk therapy or get yourself a therapy dog or train your dog up. I don't know whether my dog Kim would be trained up for that. You could decide that you want to do groups. You might want to work within a particular modality. You might prefer long term or short term. And another thing is you might be somebody who likes to travel. And that might mean that you want to work online so that you can work just through your laptop from wherever you go. And you can totally do that if you're working online. So literally, you can choose all of this. You can choose and you can make your business into something that just fits right for you. <laughs> I mean, how exciting is that? If you're used to working for somebody else and being employed, this might sound a bit strange to you, but you literally can have your business work the way you want it to. How many other jobs give you that level of flexibility? How many other jobs give you that opportunity? So what does this mean? So for you to run a successful private practice, you need to know two things. You need to know what your version of successful looks like. And that's going to be different for different people. So it could be that you just want a few clients just to fit in with other commitments. Or it might be that you want to work full time. Could be anything in between. And also, you need to know what marketing practices work for you, because when you know what marketing practices work for you, you can kind of double down on them, get really good at them and make them work really, really well. So, for example, I could say that networking is amazing and it is. Networking is a great thing, but it's not right for everybody. And when I think about myself, I've done networking. I've done networking for quite a long time, actually. I was um, part of a, well, I've been networking for years, to be honest, but it's not my favorite thing to do and I don't really do it anymore. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive introvert. So networking is like right outside of my comfort zone. I could say Instagram is amazing and it is. Instagram's great fun. It's creative. It's, there's loads of ways of expressing yourself. There's loads of ways of connecting and there's loads of ways of getting seen. But it's not for everybody because not everybody is a creative person. Not everybody wants to do something like make images or have your photo out there. So, you know, just because it works for one person doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. And another thing that I say a lot is that everything works. All of these marketing activities, they all work. The trick is finding out what works for you. So, Try things out, be curious, experiment, 
have the confidence to give something new a go and see if it's a good fit. In fact, I actually have a free download that's called 54 Specific Ways to Attract Counselling Clients. And if you check below this, you can take a look at it. So like I say, give it a good go. So don't just go to one networking meeting and say, right, that was no good. Commit to going for three months and give it your best shot. Or on Instagram, try Instagram, but give it your best shot for three months. Really commit to it. Put some time and effort into learning about how to use the grid, learning about the captions, learning about stories, learning about IGTV, learning about how to use hashtags and connecting with others. And if you've done it for three months and really thrown yourself into it and then decided that you really don't like it, well, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Nothing has been lost. And finally... What happens if you do decide that you don't like it? Well, I think the problem is if people, if you think it's a waste of time. So you might give something a really good go, say Instagram. You might give it a go for three months, give it your best shot and decide that, you know, this isn't really for you. And the thing is, that's totally fine. Mindset is what's important here. Because you could be saying, well, that was a waste of time. Or you could be telling yourself that, oh, this is because I'm a bit rubbish at it. or I'm not good enough or, you know, something like that. But it's never, ever a waste of time. You're always going to be learning something from that experience. And if you keep a curious mind, it's all great for your own personal development. So I used to have a blog and sell courses on issues around food. And then I changed because it's okay to change. I changed to having a blog and selling courses for self-care for people pleasers. And I learned all about things like making websites, email marketing, blogging, social media, putting together and selling courses and programs, all those things. And they were brilliant and I enjoyed them. But those businesses just weren't quite right for me. So I changed to what I'm doing now, which is helping counsellors. So everything I learned, everything that I learned before gave me a kickstart to getting my new practice started. So what you learn from doing something that's not quite right for you is still going to help you. You're going to learn about something, something about yourself, which might help you in the future. You could learn something that's going to help you in other areas. So if you, oh, let me think. So if you decide, if you decide you don't like Instagram, Whilst you were doing Instagram, you may have learned about how to make graphics on Canva, and that's going to be useful going forward. So it's never a wasted experience. Knowing that something isn't for you is, in my eyes, a big win because it frees you up to trying something else that is right for you. So today we've looked at how when you're running a private practice, there is no absolute right or wrong and that it's your business, your rules, you can bend it into being the thing that you want it to be. Sometimes following somebody else's system can be amazing, but for others, it could leave you feeling a little bit demotivated and have an impact on your confidence. So take what you need from whatever your training is and then tweak it to fit into what you want it to be. There are squillions of ways to attract clients. And remember, I've got a free workbook about this, which you'll find below this recording. And ultimately, this is what I love, what I really love 
about working for myself. I can make my business work around me, around my life, around my preferences, and around all of my wants and my needs. So remember, just because a marketing activity works for somebody else, it might not work for you. So be brave and trust your intuition. And if you need some extra help with your marketing, why don't you try grabbing the Grow Your Private Practice book? It's available on on Amazon now, and I'll put a link to that below as well. And come and connect with me. The best place to find me are Instagram. So you'll find me at Grow Your Private Practice, which is all lowercase, no spaces, or on LinkedIn, where you'll find me under Jane Travis. So come and say hi. So that's it. I hope you have a fantastic week. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.